Today is April 4th, and the world is talking about bank failures, BLM, and the end times. It's no laughing matter when the truth becomes stranger than fiction. You're listening to What in the World? A look at current events through the lens of biblical truth with Amy Travis. I saw a meme on Instagram a few days ago which captured my sentiment exactly. April Fool's Day is canceled this year because no made-up prank could match the unbelievable crap that's going on in the world right now. Yep, that's about right. For example, consider the politically motivated indictment of Donald Trump yesterday by Soros-funded Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. The icing on this ironic cake is that whoever leaked the seal indictment is the person guilty of the only felony in this case, according to one famous legal scholar. While this bizarre scenario continues to unfold, I want to discuss today another not-so-funny prank being pulled on the American people and those around the world. Just last month, four major global banks collapsed in one week. Silicon Valley Bank, Silvergate Bank, and Signature Bank in the United States, and Credit Suisse in Switzerland. The First Republic Bank in the U.S. and Germany's Deutsche Bank are also on the ropes. Is this a coincidence or something more cynical? George Christensen with Nation First supports the latter scenario. He writes, Let's look at some facts about the collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank the event which triggered the entire financial crisis. First, a regulatory filing shows that the bank's top executives sold millions of dollars worth of their shares in the lead-up to the collapse. In the days after, top investors and depositors took out some $42 billion from the bank, causing it to fold. And let's not forget to mention who the Silicon Valley Bank chief executive officer was at the time of the liquidation, Joseph Gentile, the same guy who was the CEO of Lehman Brothers before it crashed in 2008 and the energy company Enron before it went bust in 2001. Yeah, I don't think that's a coincidence. It's not like Gentile is bad at his job. In fact, he's very good at the service he performs. It appears that Gentile and the other global executives are trying and have been for decades to crash the financial market worldwide. The burning question is why. But first, let's look at how it's done. This past February, the Claremont Institute released a report entitled Black Lives Matter Movement and Related Causes Funding Database that Tracks Donations to Liberal Revolutionary Causes. Among other revelations, the report revealed that BLM received $71 million in donations from, wait for it, dot dot dot, Silicon Valley Bank. Wait, did Silicon Valley Bank just prioritize social justice over protecting their clients' investments? What did they expect would happen? This example epitomizes the now popular expression, go woke or go broke. The database also shows other prominent financiers of leftist causes, J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Exelon Utilities in Chicago, Goldman Sachs, Bank Corp, Starbucks, Citigroup, PNC Financial, Facebook, New York Life, BlackRock, CVS Health, and PayPal for a whopping $83 billion, $83 billion donated to Black Lives Matter. 
But what's their end game? Let's go one step further to examine where this is all headed. On March 28th, just a few days ago, Edward Dowd, former BlackRock portfolio manager, made a stark prediction. Only six banks in the United States will be left standing by 2025 after the quote-unquote controlled implosion of our financial markets. Why would our government intentionally want to consolidate the banking sector into a handful of entities? That's easy. There's only one reason to centralize control, for more power over us. Controlled consolidation of the banking sector leads to a truly dystopian end result. As the reporter interviewing Mr. Dowd phrased it, this is old news, however. The Bible predicted this dystopian day would come thousands of years ago. According to the Israel report, the Bible speaks plainly of a unique global currency to be introduced during a time of great trouble that every person on the planet will be forced to use a tyrannical super surveillance and enslaving financial system without which no one will be able to purchase or sell anything. In its later stages, the only access to your money will be restricted to operating a microchip inserted in your right hand or your forehead, according to Revelation 13. It doesn't sound so impossible now, does it? All the technology is with us and stands ready for use. Many are saying that a digital currency is years away, but they're wrong. Banks are now preparing their customers for just such a development. Does this sound like a crazy conspiracy theory to you? If so, I urge you to think again. Not only has central bank digital currency, also known as CBDC, been in development for years, but the Federal Reserve Bank, a private corporation tethered to the United States government, has recently blown this particular Pandora's box wide open. The Federal Reserve recently conducted a study with Citi, MasterCard, BNY Mellon, and other financial institutions to determine the quote-unquote feasibility of payments between financial institutions using a digital dollar. Thankfully, Senator Mike Lee, the Republican from Utah, and Governor Kristi Noem, the Republican from South Dakota, and others are pushing back. Just last week, Senator Lee proposed a bill known in short as the No Central Bank Digital Currency Act to restrict the power of the Federal Reserve to enforce this Orwellian control of private citizens. According to Lee, presently the Fed is in the process of researching and developing its own CBDC that would like China's, centralize the government's control over the economy while strangling our fundamental liberties. An American CBDC would offer citizens nothing that they cannot already obtain through private financial innovation. Instead, it would make their every transaction known to the Federal Reserve. For a similar effect, Governor Nome vetoed House Bill 1193, which would essentially, if passed, change the definition of money. This would pave the way for the rollout of the CBDC and would delegitimize cryptocurrencies as a viable alternative, leaving only one method of payment. And you guessed it, the central bank digital currency. So what's the key takeaway here? As we wrap up, the one world government predicted in the book of Revelation, including the global currency, it's coming, but just not today. Thanks so much for listening and remember to always pursue the truth. Oh,